Hi everybody, this is your Deep Rooted Podcast and I am your host Ornella aka Nelly aka Cameroonian underscore beauty15 for Instagram and Ornella and Joya for Facebook. We hope you enjoyed our last episode last week um, and also feel free to check out the previous episodes. Um, again, this is your host Ornella. I'm really happy to be here today and thank you for being here also listening and watching. As always, feel free to like, comment, subscribe and you know, let us know what you think, um, what you what you would want us to talk about. We're open to anything. But before I go on, let me introduce the rest of the cast. And to the left, to the far left of me, is <laughs> the, the beautiful. To the leftist of me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Sorry. My name is Aisha, and I'm one of the hosts. You can follow me on Instagram at ishkapish215, I think. And on Facebook, my name is Aisha FYO Powell. And to the right of me. What's going on, y'all? Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy. I'm usually on the far right, but you know. <laughs> gotta take me out of my comfort zone. It's like, no. It's, uh, it's your boy, Marquise YC. Everyone, you know I mean? Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YC underscore 610. Also, YC underscore Q&A. You can also check me out on YouTube at the same thing, YC underscore 610. What's going on, everybody? It's boy Anubis. <laughs> You can find me on Anubis MN on Instagram as well as Midnight Entertainment LLC on Instagram. We got a special guest in the building today with Woo-hoo. us. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I want to introduce. A first. We got a first. We got a first. <laughs> I want to introduce a good friend of ours, Joe. Let the people know who you are and what you do. Oh, uh, how you doing, man? Um, Joe, the friendly neighbor. <laughs> uh, I guess you could follow me on Brown King sixty nine uh, Instagram. Um, I'm just here to share thoughts. Awesome. Nice to meet you. All right. Okay, so what are we talking about today? <sighs> Get the juicy oh, one. He's ready for this one. I know. I think we need like Bella, some some hopping? like theme know, music right? for when we pick him. <laughs> I be looking. I be trying. Okay. I be trying to cheat. Please be a good one. My bad for the face, but social hierarchy. This is a good one. <laughs> Sorry, I made the face. The social hierarchy. Okay. All right. All right. So, anybody's juices <laughs> flowing? <laughs> Let's see. Social hierarchy. Yeah. That's a good. I mean, one. we could start with a, a definition. First, because some people might not even like know. So we want Webster's definition. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go Webster's we can and then Webster's we can do our right, own definitions. Right. <laughs> so what is the Webster's definition of social hierarchy? I don't know that one, but like, I think like a social hierarchy is pretty much just like. It's like a status type thing when it comes to, I guess, like the way that people are privileged, whether it be, you know, their p- job positions, you know, uh, job, school, schools, um, business, you know, things like that. And um, there's definitely like a social hierarchy, especially like, you know, you got your 
you got your you know your homeless, your poor, your lower middle class, middle class, high, uh, upper middle class, high class, and then you know your elites or whatever. Like that can be considered like a social hierarchy, or like that's pretty much kind of like what we we living right now as when it as it comes to like social hierarchy, things like that. Because like there's no like monarchs or anything like that like one person following the order of a queen or whatever but even with that like they even have like a social hierarchy we got to remember with corporations actually being the ones that sit in and create laws and everything they're actually already at the top of the social hierarchy yep they're already at the top yep um and then you have your actual lawmakers and the president um, and then you have your representatives, like Congress, your representatives, and then it would be, you know, people that are um, voting for these representatives, mm-hmm. which is basically, you know, the high class, the middle class, and the low class. The taxpayers, pretty much. And then you got the people, and then believe it or not, like, then the police is supposed to be under the people, because we pay them, so... <laughs> I don't think it works. <coughs> no, no, it doesn't work. Not social, uh, where they're supposed to belong in the social hierarchy. <laughs> no. They're supposed to serve the populace instead of, like, you know, serving. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now that we kind of got out the way, like, what the social hierarchy is, like, um, well, one of the things that I did want to talk about is, like, you know, before the middle class used to be, like, defined. But it seems like now, especially, like, with inflation and like battling with the minimum wage and even like for certain jobs they don't really want to pay you well the middle class is starting to like get lower and lower so it's like kind of hard it's like a thin line in between like the low class and the middle class to be honest because like yeah for like the average family it's not even like at that sixty thousand dollar line i don't even think that you know that's really because you can't really afford the middle class life making that much because it's a struggle especially with like the rent car payments and everything like that like it's a lot the average middle class life would that be considered like wife wife husband two kids two cars pretty much yeah like if you're looking at like the the typical family yeah a typical family yeah like they expect a lot more out of middle class so like now middle class would kind of be considered like a hundred thousand like a family together, not mm-hmm. like one person, because yeah. that's like a little bit different. Yeah. But like for a middle class family, they expect a lot more, and that's why like the social hierarchy is changing a lot from what it used to be. You know, I guess in the early ninety nineteen hundreds. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so like it's kind of really hard, especially in this day and age, because you know, you know, gas goes up every year, and that fluctuates. And right now we're having this thing. Also, with, the cost of living. Yeah, the cost of living is forever on the rise, but like That's it's crazy because even though they know that like the cost of living and everything else is going up in life, why are we sitting here have to, having a battle with them about a minimum wage being seven fifty? You know, uh-huh. because a lot of so that can just go like a lot of different ways. It can go a lot of different ways, but I mean, if you're really going to think about someone being able to live and then think about like if someone already has a child or if someone has other like obligations and responsibilities, 
do you really think that seven fifty is reasonable for a minimum wage? I yeah. mean, if you want to control somebody, of course. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we've I've also um, discussed a lot was um, the concept of redlining and how mm-hmm. like black people um, aren't able to like you know get loans to buy houses in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So like it kind of yeah. confines us to like certain areas and. Not only that, it's also more difficult for for black people to get even business loans mm-hmm. to start businesses. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, no matter like how good their credit is, like they like some banks won't even You're give you like a punk ass ten thousand dollar loan. Like, it's not going to help at all. Yeah. Well, one thing that I'm not like I, when the topic came up, I was like, oh lord. <laughs> because Wasn't ready. being here yes like being here in america coming from like you know my home country which is cameroon for those of you who don't know um cameroonian beauty club. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like things are very things are very different and of course like what one thing that i always find myself struggling with is understanding the many battles that people here have to face and kind of like and I can't help but compare it to like the way things are back home because that's why I know that's what I was born into you know best thing you can compare it to Mm -hmm. yeah and also like one thing that I'm like you know that I've like struggled with is taxes and how like taxation um is happens to like you know any everybody from like you know it doesn't matter your back like what your background is Mm -hmm. you get taxed the same as like people who make taxes who make ten thousand or like ten times more than like what you do Mm -hmm. which is not okay and that's why people are only getting poorer like but the taxes for like the the taxes for us are going to be a lot like the percentage that we get taxed is a lot more than Mm -hmm. someone who makes more money yeah and i know that like it kind of makes sense because they make more money, but I feel like it still should be no. the same. No, well, I feel like they should be taxed they should more. Get hit 32% more. of mm-hmm. my money, you need to get hit 32% of yours well, so they we should can get talk hit about more less because they for make us. And that's why people are like, you know, sinking into poverty the way they are because people who are making money and can afford to pay more than like those who aren't they're complaining aren't, yes mm-hmm. and they're not sometimes like they even find ways around not paying taxes which is not okay like if i'm working for example at a mcdonald's and i'm making this much per paycheck i shouldn't be paying the same amount of taxes as somebody who is working or who doesn't even have to work like money his money just keeps rolling as he's sleeping you know that's not okay and it's one thing that i really like um well at least in, like in one of my classes we've been talking about mm-hmm. how taxing everybody the same way is not the way to go like people who make less that should be that should be a factor into that that should factor into how much they get taxed the whole so, thing about taxes is like <laughs> They're, you're paying them back money that you work for that they paid you, and you gotta pay them back. Like, it don't make no sense. Yeah, it's. What about you, Joe? What's your view on social hierarchy? And how things have changed. Um, when you think about it, it's a choice because you you have a choice to change it. You have a choice to complain. You have a choice to settle. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of times people choose to settle because it's the easiest way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's easy to say, if I had this amount of money, you're going, and people, we tend to do that. If you have a nice car, then you're better than me. Subconsciously, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you have a better car than I. Yeah. You have a bigger house than me. You subconsciously are better than me because you have a bigger house than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens when people say, oh, what? A lot of humble people who earned it and got it mm-hmm. will say, well, it's just a home. Actually, I wish I didn't have it because of the, the pressures and the judgment that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said, I'd rather have a small house, have the money, and people don't judge me because I want to be just like everyone else. The perception. Right. The perception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So then you try to get other people to feel that way. They know I earned it. I let me boast and let me show what I have. Right. And then... And, Subconsciously, you keep your people down because those people who can, don't have the opportunity tend to sit there and feel like, "Well, I'm going to stay down. I'm going. This is all I can get, so I, I tend to stay on the bottom." Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you, and, and glamorize those who have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, so it's always a separation. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean, so I, I I don't know. It's uh, and it's hard because a lot of times you teach your children you want better, but mm-hmm. then what is better? Yeah. Right. It's our responsibility to teach our kids. It's not the material thing but the quality of yeah. life that you're looking for yeah. mm-hmm. and then you tend to uh, change the uh, social hierarchy mm-hmm. then because yeah. now the, uh, the, uh, the lines are blurred mm-hmm. yeah. now you have more black people traveling like white people used to mm-hmm. so now the, the lines are starting to blur now who's on top mm-hmm. yeah. changing the narrative changing yeah. the narrative but then we have to be careful because when we change the narrative we tend to uh, do what they do I'm better than you Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm better than you because I'm doing what they did. Mm-hmm. So uh, do we change the narrative or are we still put them on a pedestal because we're with the Joneses now? Mm. Right. That's, you know, that's, 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 so that's the thing. I always talk to my friends about that too, just like keeping up with the Joneses, like trying to be like everybody else. Like, I mean, like, because like even all of us, like we go into it, like especially like me being, um, like being in the music, wanting to be a rapper, like, you catch yourself wanting to be like other rappers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you want to, you know what I mean? Because you see them being successful at what they do in their craft, but, you know I mean? You see how they doing it, you know what I mean? They might be rocking the five, six chains, spending $30,000 on chains and jewelry. Uh, you start emulating that also. Yeah, so now you trying to keep up with them. You Now I'm trying to go out and buy jewels and, Spend this type of money on music videos and all this other and all these fancy clothes and stuff. No, now I'm living out my means, and now in in the long run, I'm I'm screwing myself over, and I'm and I'm taking losses because I'm trying to keep up with somebody, like on a financial level. Or Did like, J Cole sit there and put a track out about that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah the middle yeah. child, middle child yeah, is, is like explaining that. It's yeah. like, listen, man, you, you know, but see that um, that separates the person who's doing it uh, for themselves, yeah. or they're doing it to for, for to put themselves on a pedestal, mm-hmm. to put themselves in the social class. And that's why I like like when you say you talk about that like the line when he be like, "My Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty," yeah. and that's how I like it. Y'all all y'all still on my dick. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is that, like, I got a Bentley. You know what I mean? It's dirty. Like y'all, like it's a car. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like yeah, that's true. And that's why I feel. And like... And at the end of the day, I'm still me. I'm still doing what y'all, what I'm doing, and y'all still on my dick. Like yeah, that's why. That's I feel how I like, like it. We like we as a race need to figure out what our we need to invent our own standards. 
what we want like you know our community to look like what we want to be portrayed when you you know what we want people to see <coughs> or like ourselves like even like our in our own community what do we want to see and what is acceptable because i feel like people are people these days are big on trends whatever mm-hmm. is trendy that's where everybody goes you know yeah. and that's not that's not always the best thing like we i feel i and i feel so strongly about this we as a people need to like create our own you know level of standards like and instead of, and like it doesn't like you said it's like you don't do. always have to like you know do it like the white man what is our yeah. like what create something that is ours and go from there like and yeah. teach our children to aspire to and to do the that same i think thing. we need more of like our own platform yeah for which it's not being controlled by other people yeah we definitely yeah, need by to other create people's our own agendas. platforms um I think it's more than just like the platform. I think like that goes back to how Black Wall Street was, where there were black, it was black banks, it was black, like businesses. It was mm-hmm. a lot of black people putting everything together, mm-hmm. and like that would definitely help with the social hierarchy, especially in the black community, because a lot of people don't know how to pull it together. And I feel like yeah, when we don't have to you depend, just need all black, anything. yeah. When you I think don't we need have to, to start depend with like on another black... culture or another race to build yourself up, I feel like that would definitely help people strengthen mm-hmm. themselves and also help people economically too. I think mm-hmm. we need an all black army. Yeah, it's and people it's it an is army time. Of all like black let's be people. honest. Let's be real. It's time, like it's been time to do this. Like nobody but ourselves is going to come in and be like, Oh black people, let me do this for them. It's up to us to like find it in ourselves mm-hmm. to want better, to mm-hmm. do better. Like, let's not play into, you know, whatever the white man or whoever wants us to play into. Like, let's stand up and want more. Do more. Don't just, like, you know, don't just be swayed by whatever trend. What's the new trend tomorrow? And that's whatever wagon you're hopping on. Like, you need to want better and do better. We got to keep ourselves set at a higher standard than mm-hmm. what we have been. Yeah, and like, like you said, it's so easy to just settle for, like, a mediocre life or, like, settle for less because it takes less work to get there. It's more comfortable mm-hmm. and so, less work. Yeah, so, like, let's let's get up, like, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty or, like, be tired at the end of the day because you know exactly what you what you want, you know what you're working towards, and you know that it's worth it. Not only I feel that, like that's so important. Not only that, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta take the the constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, it's it's to make you better. Mm-hmm. It's not to like bring you down. So like, even if like, I mean, it's me and my brother. I'm doing some shit he don't like, and he's trying to tell me like, "Yo, bro, like." You got to tighten up. Like, you got to get on your shit. I don't like how you doing this. Like, we don't need to be on that type of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not... It shouldn't be a type of, like, shit. I'm like, like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, forget whatever mm-hmm. you talking about. Like, yeah, like you got to... We got to, like, you got to take that. You got to take it in because, like, you got to understand, like, these is... But we probably... These is wounds Especially that from where we come from. Like, so before we end this segment, I want to leave everyone with this... Uh, we have uh, like most of us have the for the culture app, and they every day we're getting like you know wonderful 
words of the day, like spoken words of the day, proverbs of the day, quotes of the day. And with today, it's amazing that we're speaking on this because, you know, even though we're dealing with the social hierarchy and how things are now, and for us to better ourselves in it, like everyone was saying, like we're filled with pride. We're prideful people, especially after everything that we went to. Yeah. Like everything that we like, you know, strive for now, everything that we can possibly do. Something that stuck out to me with the quote of the day was that if you are filled with pride, you will never be open to wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that's what we actually need more of. Yeah. So for our viewers, for our listeners, join the discussion. Mm -hmm. Comment, like, subscribe, use the donation feature. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Let us know. And um, now we're actually going to have a word from our sponsors. And at this time, please, like he said, subscribe, like, share, let us know what you think. That bell and notification. hit that bell mm -hmm. notification so you know every time an episode comes out. And um, yeah, thank you for being with us today. We'll be back with the next segment. Yep. What's going on, everyone? We back with our Entrepreneur of the Week, a little segment where we highlight an entrepreneur or a black business. Today, we want to sit here and give another shout out to Elite Capital Group. They're young entrepreneurs building a black Wall Street here in Philadelphia. They host events where they get other entrepreneurs and business owners together, where they do networking, they do funding, but they also share knowledge and how the best way to manage your business. And if like, you know, you need anything, all you have to do is reach out to them. Great insight. Great mm -hmm. insight. Knowledge, support, whatever mm -hmm. you need. We need more brothers like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so take so advantage. Take advantage. What we'll be doing, like we'll be posting links to whenever they're having um, any of their meetings and everything, any of their meetups. Like they, they host a lot of events, a lot of social events. So, you know, be on the lookout, come down, you know, get your network on. Yeah. So, Elite Capital Group, another shout out to you. What's going on? We're back with Deep Rooted Podcast. You know, we hope you enjoyed our last segment and give a lookout for the Entrepreneur of the Week, you know, Elite Capital Group that we shout out. So, what we're going to do, we're going to select another topic and we're giving our guests the honors of doing it. All right, drum roll. All right, let's Thank see you. what we're going to do here. All right. Oh, God. Let's... Good gracious. How small you can be? <laughs> 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 Shit. Can you see it? All right. All right. Africans versus African Americans. I was praying for that one, y'all. I was praying for that one. Okay. I called it. Okay. I called it. All right, so... Why don't you did I not speak this into existence? Yes, okay, okay. All right, we're going to talk about this later, but for Got now, Africans versus African Americans. It's one thing, it's something that I've been wanting to get into, and I've been like literally speaking on it with everybody on this couch from the beginning. Okay, so I'm really excited that we're talking about this. So, one thing that I want to address is the beef or like the 
I don't want to say hatred. Hatred is too much, too strong of a, the of a word. The misunderstanding. The misunderstanding. That's yeah. That's the right word between Africans and African Americans. As a person of African descent, I was born in Africa. I lived. I lived there for fifteen years. I came here when I was fifteen for school. Um, I like. I understand. I've come to understand both sides. You know, having lived here, I can exactly like. I mean, I do identify as African, but with all the issues and you know the police and social and political stuff, I have to you know also embrace that African American African in America, you know mindset. So it's something that I wanted to get into. Um, for Africans, we. I, and I don't like I don't want to like I don't want to be the spokesperson for all the Africans. So this is just a young girl from Cameroon's opinion. Um, I feel like mainly the misunderstanding comes from the fact that us African believe that African Americans have it easier than us. Which after being here for so long, I do understand that that's not necessarily the reality. So don't be in the comment section being like, hey, you know, I understand How the struggle too, you? you know, like I understand the struggle. And from the African Americans perspective, there's this sense of like lost identity that we as African don't necessarily think about because we do have a lot of struggles. Like we battle poverty, famine, pandemics, HIV pandemics and cholera and all those, you know, things that we don't, we don't, we're not necessarily in touch with our mental, you know, mental health. And it's sad to say, like, we're not very touchy, filly and emotions type of people because we have better things to worry about, you know, which I think, in my opinion, we have to address that emotional side and mental side in order to, you know, get get deep into some of like you know our issues because being going through slavery and colonialism is not a small thing and we do need to address it you know but mm -hmm. that's a topic for another day first let's talk about like you know let's talk about the topic i want to hear from you guys and um i kind of like said what i felt was the issue for a little bit um but i want to hear from you guys I want to hear it. Let me hear it. Let me All hear it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, a lot of my run-ins were, like, African, the whole African versus African-American thing. Like, it's like, I don't know, just, like, most Native Africans just seem more rude to me. I don't, mm. I guess because, like, like you said, it's just, like, a lack of empathy. Like, just the, the way to, like, control and interact with people like on an emotional level is like I guess more difficult for for yeah. you guys so like that explains a lot of things and then like sometimes it's just like like just like I don't know it's just like a sense of they think they're better than us because they're from over there or like us as African Americans feel as a inferiority mm. you know because like Identity. They, yeah, because it's a lack of culture, and like a lot of black people don't know their culture, where they came from. And you want, and you want to know. Yeah, you want to know. Had... Like you don't want to just be on the narrative. Like, oh yeah, my people, my 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 great grandparents were slaves and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like when a lot of people, when a lot of black people's 
family didn't come even yeah. on slave ships. Like, mm-hmm. they was already here. Yeah. And I understand, like, I've had enough conversations with Afri- with people from African-American, well, with African-American people to know that it goes deeper than that. You know, like, I can, like I said, the first episode, I think, my ancestor was, he was um, the king of our tribe. So, like, whenever, and he's, like, in history books in Cameroon and stuff like that. So, I can go on on Google, and you can, too, N-J-O-Y-A Kingdom or Bamoon Kingdom and Google, and there is my whole ancestry, you know. And most of you guys, you know, a lot of you guys can't do that. And something that I always took for granted, or, like, not for granted, but, like, I never really thought about, you know, like, I could just go and google and be like oh hey this is my ancestor but like a lot of people can't do that and it's like this sense of like something is missing we would have to go through like you know um, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars no not that much but we would have to sit here and go through um parties that you know that have been created by our captives in order to figure out, you know, where our genetics lie, yeah, where we come from. Yeah, that's not right. So, yeah, you have, like, Ancestry.com, 23andMe, like, why do we have to sit here and pay you, the people that, you know, held us in chains, that, you know, that... Even because today, African Americans to are actually of, prisoners of war in this country. And not only that, a lot of like to be honest, a lot of black people are low key lazy and don't want to do the research themselves. Well, if that is, if that's what their like you know mindset is, fuck it. It's just an honest, sad truth. Like, but if we want to sit here and look it up ourselves, a lot of people won't put the work in to figure out like where they come from. But I feel like, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second and say that when people people are marginalized for so long, for as long as like, you know, I'm not going to say you because, you know, I'm black too, identify as black as well as African, hey, but like when people are marginalized for so long, like you you just like at some point you just give up you're just like you know and it's psychological that's what i'm saying like being in touch with your inner self and like man, that's where it's that's where the real work starts because like there are like historically we talk about like the reparations and financial repayments for all the humiliation dehumanization and sufferings that we've been through but one thing that we don't talk about enough is the psychological stuff like people mm-hmm. started thinking you know white is better foreign is better let me bleach my skin so that mm-hmm. i don't have to look this let way and all of this yeah and all of this is psychological so because we need to address that's what i that. wanted to like that's talk about enforced, also, yeah. like that's kind of what's been enforced like kind of like subliminally on us because even when you see like tv promotion and a global like perspective that, yeah look how we're especially the media like now that like everything is pretty much you know based off of tech based around technology mm-hmm. you know you see ads on tv do you see any black couples together mm-hmm. do you see black families but For you'll see interracial interracial and stuff like that yeah but, but like in my opinion, for like the Africans versus the African Americans, mm-hmm. like um, it can be on both sides because mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. a lot of not just Africans, it's a lot of other races and other like 
it could be even Caribbeans yeah. that have this look at American people like, okay, they have it easier, mm-hmm. you know, not really knowing what the situation is. You know, they think, okay, they have it easier. They're lazy. You know, my parents told me to have three jobs for my whole life and work, work, work until you thing. die. It's not a different race. That's just a different ethnic background. Yeah, it's a diff- yeah. different ethnic background. All of us background. are actually the same people. We're still black. All but... of us are like, you know, melanated people. All of Mexicans, us are original y'all niggas people. Too. <laughs> <laughs> y'all niggas too. But like both of you have been saying, it's just how we've been projected to other countries, how we've been projected to other people. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, you go to the Caribbean, you go to Africa. Hell, like, for the melanated people that's in Europe, we're promoted as being super predators, as black identity extremists, as thugs. That's how we're promoted. Thugs, as. Rapists, murderers. So they already developed that identity that that's how black people in American are and start separating themselves from it. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, that's not the case because... How is it that Africa is promoted to us? Yeah, that but is just super right. duper poor. Yeah. It's super duper poor third world country yeah. with a bunch of mountaineers and little black kids running around half naked with no mm-hmm. shoes on. Yeah, and, and That's like all you there's see. nothing that I hate like literally makes my skin crawl more than seeing like a picture of a white you know woman or like white man with a bunch of like. You know, little dirty, yeah. dirty little African children with no shoes on, as if they're going in there to like, you know, to save. make the world a better place. Exactly, like you, they're you, just doing that for you. They're they telling you, they like telling you to give the them eighty nine cents a month. Exactly, like, and a lot of it's a lot McLaughlin. of time. Look, like, you why ain't your you you here in the eyes of the angel playing right now? Yeah, I'm everybody can hear in the eyes of the angel playing right now. Why don't you give up a quick fifty thousand real quick, like? But regarding like regarding the main issue, we're not we're gonna address white people later. Regarding the the main issue, I've heard like friends and one of like my dance my African dance teachers, he's from Burkina Faso, he told me that when one time he was on the train and like he's like one of like uh Burkina Bay, the people they're like darker complexions and just, he was spotted like on the train right away as being African, and be- also because he had like his scarification marks mm-hmm. on his face. So, like, so these two African Americans kind kind of like you know spat at him, and called him like all sorts of like you know names that I'm not gonna say on this podcast. And that's kind of like that was his interaction with mm-hmm. African Americans. And honestly, I don't blame him for like feeling that way, but. There's also yeah, like you you up. also yeah it's it's just fucked up let's just say it like that but that's not everybody you know right. and one of my friends also said one uh, one time to me because I was like you know I was with the Black Lives Matter and I was like you know supporting the movement <clears throat> and she was like don't we have enough problems you know as it is like do these people even like you know try to find out what we're struggling with or like try to support what we have going on no they don't so why are you supporting them this is what like you know one of my friends she's african also said to me and like i can like and like i said like it's really hard to be in my position because i can see why africans feel the way they feel but i can also see why african americans feel the way they feel so i understand like i understand completely i've been here for almost eight years now so like i've experienced 
some of the struggles, you know, of being like African. Well, I'm African in America, which you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like I got a lot of I got a lot of like African friends or like other like black friends or melanated people from other countries. Like I got friends from Ghana, mm-hmm. um, Nigeria. I got a couple friends from Nigeria. You know, the Jamaicans. Uh, where else? Cameroon, uh, <laughs> Haitians. Shout out my man France. Um, he got a couple businesses. We can shout him out mm-hmm. one of these days. Yeah, for sure. If he's not yeah. acting like a sucker, psychologist. <laughs> but um, yeah, but like, it's definitely like I got a lot of like African friends or I mean, melanated people from outside of America, like. So like I don't I don't have that issue like cause like I just understand like each of their struggles like and like each of like each of these places has a story like mm-hmm. but what but how do you know though hmm? because you took the time to listen to listen yeah mm-hmm. and what happens is a lot of, you you take you take the Africans right uh, they come they come they they know their history to your mm-hmm. point Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, you know your history. Yeah. And it's passed down. It's very important to your family. Passed down the history mm-hmm. and make sure it's accurate, mm-hmm. right? So, but unfortunately, African Americans that it it lost its way mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. through through slavery. Uh, that that importance of passing history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. started to dwindle because the family started to be fragmented and they really broke yeah. it down. Mm-hmm. So uh, the history uh, was broken down, a little broken, you know, misinformation. And after a while, it's like you know what? Well, I'm just going. Uh, Focus on my family I create. Yeah. After mm-hmm. next, you know that family's broken up again. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, then in our minds, subconsciously, that's how we operate. So you find that the bigger families who who are successful because they they made it important in the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, history of the family, what your grandpa did, what your aunt did, yeah. and every time you got together, you, you, those folklore stories came. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, uh, just like on Africans, but the issue is Africans uh, uh, a lot of times get disgusted. With African Americans, yeah, because it's yeah. like, don't you know who you where you come from? But we don't. Yeah, we but we really don't. don't. But then exactly, at the yeah. same time, laziness is like, yeah, they get they get frustrated. But then um, it goes back to the other uh, topic we talked about as far as so- uh, social hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Africa, that that's normal. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There, there's a class system. Listen, you know, hey, you don't know who you are. You're just nothing. You're just the bottom right. of the barrel because you don't, you don't know who you are. So why should I even care? Right. Then you have African Americans who sit there and think, well, you come to my country, how dare you, to your point, to your friend, mm-hmm. who got, got spent upon. Yeah. Because they don't rec- recognize a brother who they're part of. Mm-hmm. And recognize the, uh, what you listen to, he's from. He recognized that and cherished it. No. But then we have a new generation uh, uh, of folk who recognize it, i.e. here. On, on deeper rooted, mm-hmm. y'all talk about uh, all the issues. Try to bring people um, back together, mm-hmm. where you try to tie it together. You have to have the energy to understand and rake people see mm-hmm. the patience, the respect, the mm-hmm. energy. Like right. you said, everybody has a story. And story like, and the culture, mm-hmm. yeah. and how it intertwines. We don't take the time to show how our cultures intertwine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and why it's important to. Um, pass it forward. Yeah. Yes. And then like, people fail to understand at one point in time it was all our culture. It was all one culture. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And just to like give like some like one thing that I read recently 
um, while doing my research for one of my papers that I was writing is you don't really hear the voices of, of people, of Africans, that have lost these people who are now African-Americans. These were their brothers, their sisters, their children, exactly. their husbands who were taken. So it's not like this, like, I don't understand, like, well, I do understand where the disconnect comes from, but originally these were families that were fragmented, exactly. you know, mm -hmm. and people were taken and, like, you know, you know, put into these boats and like most of them didn't even well not most of them but a lot of them didn't even survive that yeah. boat ride you know mm -hmm. some of them even like would have rather die you know than to like become slaves and that's where you know like the so in a way it's kind of like african americans is like the kid trying to get the attention and respect and like it, the love from his dad kind of if yeah. you like and look find, at it like that you know, like you rebel and you roots. act crazy you do all this stuff and all you try and do is just get your dad to pay you some attention mm, yeah, one of the big back. things that we have been um and i'm sure everyone you just here, want your dad to be a dad everyone that's listening and watching um can say the same for one question that you know while we were learning about his story in school <clears> was that you know a question that we asked ourselves was that why didn't you know our African counterparts why didn't the Africans help what we have to understand is that they've been going through colonialism at the same time as us you were going to like the slavery stuff you know like mm -hmm. we were also it wasn't easy on our end either like damn <laughs> and don't you, isn't there still like some people that are still being sold from Africa to this day. Yeah, yeah slavery so, is still like, going that's something on that's still ongoing. Day. So you can't really, like, that's one of the things that I kind of, like, was looking at. And I'm like, okay, how can they help us if it's something that's still ongoing in their country? Yeah. Not saying that, like, you can't help us because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, like. Because most people generally focus on their own problems. They can't sit here and worry about anyone else because they have their own problems going on. Think about it. It's like two extreme siblings. You know, and where fam uh, families and the system try to keep those siblings apart. You mm -hmm. systematically, they change their lives to the point where they forget or don't even know that they had a sibling. Mm -hmm. right? Until the, uh, there's little hints and uh, tips of clues. It's like, you know what, I, I may have a sibling out there. Mm -hmm. Because they found they found a clue. Mm -hmm. and, we're, and we're two siblings sitting there finding clues. And it's pointing in the right direction, but we're not trusting it. Why? Because mm -hmm. we've been systematically separated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now we're sitting there, we're not trusting it. Some people are trusting it. And uh, or prayerfully, uh, uh, we get to a point where we, uh, where we trust what we see and we unify. But that's the scary part. That's what they don't want. Yeah. Yeah. They want to keep the siblings estranged. So us, because mm -hmm. once the siblings get together, the next you know, all the truths come out mm -hmm. of what happened to the family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the next you know, the control is not there no more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and, and so you, when you think about today, your responsibility of sitting there putting those pieces together. And sitting there actually uh, putting the pieces together where other people can see the their importance of being together. That's a great metaphor. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Where, mm -hmm. And there's no longer the estranged siblings. Mm -hmm. And right now, that that's where we are, uh, where we're at. We're trying to find each other, 
but the system's like, no, we gotta keep them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, yeah. and and some of us are playing into it, unfortunately. Exactly. It's the game, man. It's exactly. a big game. Because one because one sibling got a little bit more than the other sibling. So and we're looking at each other like, mm, yeah, hold like on, you're not gonna give me nothing. Yo, you know what? You know what? <laughs> we about to do something special also because we have our first guest on right now. What we're gonna do? We're actually gonna extend this episode because <laughs> this is something okay. deep and this is something that needs to be spoke about. This is something that is re- is going to reach a lot of people once they hear it. Yeah, because a lot of people feel this same way. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are wondering, like you know, why is this a fragmented relationship? Especially in nowadays, where we're getting back to our African roots. And one thing I do want to say, yes, we lost the identity of who we were, but genetically, we never forgot, like, you know, who we were. Because a lot of traditions that we still have, whether it's our dance, whether it's us doing our, like, hair and everything. Some things that we do, like in the hood, like pouring out a bottle and stuff for like you know your dead homies and stuff. That's actually like what people in Africa generally done. Mm-hmm. This isn't something like new that we created. This is something that's in our genetics. Yeah. yeah they say nothing. Nothing we on this world like, is new. Mentally, yeah. we forgot who we were, but genetically, we have not. So today, now in this day and age, we have a lot of people that are connecting back to their African roots. Whether it's through alkaline diets, which, you know, people want to deem the term vegan. Alkaline diets, whether it's dance, whether it's hair. Um, we're going back to our African roots and we're reaching back out. Um, it was only a few years ago where in Ghana and Zimbabwe, they've been reaching back out to us African-Americans to come home. Because they see how America is doing us. Yeah. Like I stated before, we're prisoners of war here. Yeah, that's yeah. what Social Security is. That's what the, the thing you know, us getting like, licenses is. That's actually a breach of, thing, I want to say, your Fourth Amendment. Whichever one is the pursuit of liberty and happiness, that's a breach of it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, the way that the system is set up, like, do you have enough money to get back over there? That's why they made it so hard. I won't say so hard, but that's why it's just, what they've done. They glorified America the system got they, and downplayed Africa because they wanted to make us believe there's nothing for us over yeah. there yeah. that yeah. is poor. The richest continent on this planet is somehow the poorest. Yeah, Even but, with and the embargo saying, acts like, and everything that they have going on and everything. Yeah, and with like with this mentality, I'm saying like Africa has the most natural we resources have on the planet. So <laughs> much like I'm telling you, like the mineral that we make we used to make cell phones, for example. The screen. The on Democratic the Republic yeah. of Congo has it all. Mm-hmm. They have it all, but yet they're suffering from Ebola epidemics. They're the among the poorest countries in Africa. How everybody in the whole world has a cell phone? How does the country that holds the, mineral, the mineral for it is one of, among the ports? Silicone, that doesn't make any silicone, sense. So like gold to, and diamonds. Yeah, like, so to get back used, to it. Those are the most used freaking resources in America. Exactly. So like you have to wonder who is holding those resources, first of all. You know, because after the after the so-called independence of all of these countries you still find british slash french colonies that still hold the main you know 
still have hold on these resources mm-hmm. so the countries don't don't directly benefit well, for it from that's, it yeah that's you where know? a lot of people gotta start doing research like and i asked the people that's viewing this like just research economic hitman mm-hmm. just research that yeah and yeah. like that's that's a lot of other reasons why like certain countries like especially like in africa are like just stuck in like certain situations are stuck as being third world countries like. even though they really shouldn't like we have so many natural resources like so much comes from our countries but yet we're the poorest like then that's something that like whenever i start talking about i just get a headache because i just i get mad all over again for all the ancestors <laughs> for the african-americans what i want us to realize is that We've been through a lot with slavery. Mm-hmm. No one, I can't say no one is taking that away from us. Um, but <coughs> that we know, that we're aware of. Especially when it comes to a lot that we've done with like the Move Act and then the Philadelphia Move Act. Um, where, you know, the movement where we ended up getting bombed for. The Black Panther Party where it was designed the first like the Black Panther Party Crips and Bloods where they were designed to protect our neighborhoods but we ended up getting demonized for it and attacked for mm-hmm. it and then also with Black Wall Street where we separated ourselves and we were creating our own like we were building up economically for that to be bombed also for that and for that to be destroyed we 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 know we know our history we have to realize also that Africa has gone through its history also. Where that, even though, like, you know, people want to say that we've been liberated, I want, like, the Emancipation Proclamation, only thing that did, you know, people want to try to big up Abraham Lincoln, only thing that did was transfer our ownership from slave masters to the government. That's the only thing that did. And then you have Africa. Remember with Africa, what we learned in school, each nation, each European nation went and dug their hands into the pot, say this now belongs to them, this now belongs to them. They did colonialism, they brought different types of like religion to separate people. But then when they fought for their freedom, unlike America who fought from its independence from, what was that, Britain? Mm -hmm. From Britain? How America is supposed to, yeah, how America is supposed to be its own independent nation, this never really happened with them. What they did is they created embargo acts and levy taxes on them, saying that because you fought for your freedom and you're no longer under control of us, you owe us, you're indebted to us. So these countries have to constantly, constantly, constantly pay. Yeah, like, and would you, like, can you imagine that 80% of Somalia, like, as an, just as an example, 80% of their GDP per capita goes towards debt payment, so the country is left with basically 20% of its already scarce income to, like, you know, fend for Mm -hmm. it, for itself, and that's where, like, you know, famines come in, and, like, you know, low econ- the economy, like, no jobs, like, no employment. <coughs> people get people, sick because they can't afford Exactly, health. and that's what I would, that's one thing that I was also saying. Like, if these governments were better equipped to take care of their people, there wouldn't be so many outbreaks of, like, AIDS and Ebola and all those illnesses just killing people. 
and all that stems from the fact that these people these countries have to pay crazy amounts of debt for what for like fighting for their freedom for demanding not even fighting for their freedom for signing some piece of paper that they probably didn't even understand what the hell it said yeah and it's it's truly really sad so i'm telling you people just to like kind of conclude this episode like we have our own struggles but we have to understand that at the end of the day we're all the same like we come from the same place and we need to come together in order to you know fight against you know whoever tries to stand in the way of that and it's not it doesn't have to be like violent and and i like i'm i for one don't support any violence Um, so it comes from like you know like first of all being aware and educating yourself on like what different people from different backgrounds are going through so that you can better understand and cooperate on how to find a solution you know so like that's like kind of my take on this so everyone we hope you enjoy this extended episode and also we want to thank our guest today Oh, yeah, thank you so much for the invite. Thank you. Joe. So for the viewers and for the listeners, have another little special that I want to give you all on all of our merchandise. Special, special. If you enter the promo code reconnect, all caps, you get free shipping. What they get? Free shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. <laughs> <On> everything. <laughs> yeah. So you better reconnect. You hear that? You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. From the deep rooted cast to you. Peace and love. Don't forget, hit that bell notification. Subscribe to us. Use our donation feature. Any help, you know, that you are willing to offer. We yourself. It, yeah, it counts. We, we, appreciate like, we appreciate y'all. Thank you. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all existence. Come like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Come join us again next week mm-hmm. on Deeply Rooted. Join the conversation. You have the kind con- like you literally have different platforms where you can reach out to us on. Yeah. It's not just Facebook. It's not just Instagram. It's so not just YouTube. We're on Apple Cast. We're on Google Cast, as well as a few others. Hit us up. We're responding. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Welcome to the midnight. And from my family to yours, welcome to the community. Thank you. See y'all next week.